Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Engineer Sleep, engineersleep.com. Get in touch with them for the best mattresses. E, uh, this, this ES Duo, this um, hybrid mattress that is getting all kinds of attention right now. Um, that, that they're so proud about. It's getting great rave, rave reviews right now. If they've got one in stock, you can take it home today. If not, they can set it up to, to deliver and take your old mattress out. We love the ES Duo. We love the product that they have there. So great friends at, at Engineer Sleep. Congaree Road, go by and uh, test out a mattress. Learn more about the mattress industry. Learn more about the the, uh, the gimmicks that you see out there. And you don't, uh, you're investing into a, a, a bed that's going to last you a long time there, but you don't have to pay the arm and the leg that you're seeing at some of these other places. I have friends of mine, I have family members that have spent <laughs> um, five figures on mattresses and bedrooms uh, and beds. I'm like, I don't know, man. It seems like to me. Uh, you got, I have friends of mine who don't worry about it, but I got some family members like, I don't know, man, y'all could, <laughs> it seemed like me, you could have made a little better decision there. Engineer Sleep, engineersleep.com. Ask about the WCCP special and see if they can help you out there. To our guest lines where Tony Morell of the big spur.com joins us. Good morning, Tony. How you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Mickey. How about you? I am blessed. Uh, I got a couple of, of, of big picture questions for you, but I had a texture ask after we were off the air last week. You and I, or it might have been the week before, you and I were talking about um, the freshman quarterback sellers and we were asking about uh, the new offensive coordinator and where they want to go. And the texture that I was um, just remembered, I don't remember the specific question, but it was about Luke Doty and how he kind of still fits in with the unexpected. Um, you know, coming, you know, coming back of, of um, you know, the starting quarterback and, and where Doty has been now. What, what are your thoughts on Doty? What are your thoughts on the future of him compared to maybe where the offense could be going with a new offense coordinator and sellers and some of these other guys that are recruiting down the line? Well, I still think Doty is a fit with, with what Loggins plans to do offensively, uh, much like, you know, sellers is a fit because, um, you know, both of them are, are set, set up to run a zone read and, um, you know, use their feet as well as their arms. And <clears throat> that was one of the reasons why Loggins was able to land Sellers and, and Satterfield. Marcus Satterfield likely would not have had he remained at South Carolina because Sellers wanted to play in an offense where, you know, he was going to be able to, to use his strengths. And so I think Doty is still a fit. Um, you know, I would assume this coming season will be Rattler's last at South Carolina if things go as planned. And, um, you know, from that point on, I think it'll be an open competition. And, you know, I'm not pulling for one over the other, but I, I, I am pulling for Doty in the sense that he's been such a good teammate and such a, a, a good representative of South Carolina. There's been multiple things that have happened since he's been at South Carolina where he could have left and he was recruited by Will Muschamp staff and, and chose to stay after Muschamp was fired. Uh, he could have, you know, transferred after uh, Spencer Rattler committed to South Carolina. He could have transferred after last season when Rattler said he's coming back to South Carolina for another year. I mean, he's just, he's been such a good teammate, such a good, um, such a good person. And so I, I hope he gets his opportunity at some point to be the starter again and, and shows what he's really capable of. I think a lot of fans still think that his, you know, first year as a full, full-time full starter when he played through a pretty serious foot injury 
that, that that's who he is as a quarterback, and, and he's not. He's better than that. He's a better passer than that and, and a better runner and, and I think can, can be a, a productive player for them. But we'll just have to wait and see how it all unfolds and, and just how good Sellers is and how quickly he picks everything up. Um, but, you know, I, I would – and then Tanner Bailey's another guy that the staff is high on. Uh, Braden Davis has done some good things. So they, they've got a good quarterback room now. And, and I expect it'll likely be a, an open competition, but, but um, you know, Doty will have as good a chance as any to win it if he, if he sticks around. I want to ask you, too, about running backs because you, you mentioned the transfer from Newberry. The, the leading returning rusher, Juju McDowell, had 219 yards last year and, and two touchdowns, but you've got transfers. Is the transfer portal, are, are they done at running back now for this next class? I know you've got uh, other guys coming in. What, what's the thought about what the staff would like to see at the running back position? They would like to, to land another running back in the May transfer portal period, if possible. Um, you know, they they think they if they have to stay in path, they think they can be productive. But I don't know that they are as deep as they would like to be, or as dynamic as they would like to be. When you look at the players they have currently on the depth chart, but I think Mario Anderson is a guy going into the spring who has a good chance to emerge as the, the starter and a bit of a go-to guy at that position. Lavacia Carroll was coming on uh, and was going to play a good bit in the bowl game, but he got injured and had to miss the game, so he didn't get that opportunity. But he's completely healthy now and, and uh, is you know former four-star running back and a guy that uh, has a lot of athleticism, and they, they think he's going to be in the rotation this year. You know, Juju McDowell is that change-of-pace guy. I don't think he can be an every-down back necessarily, but – can be a guy that, that um, you know, can can play a role against certain defenses and, and make some big plays happen. But I, I think they need another running back. You know, Rashad Amos transferred out and uh, Marshawn Lloyd transferred out after the season. So um, I think they'd like to take one more. And it's definitely, I think, the biggest position of concern on the offensive side of the ball in terms of, of the lack of production they have coming back. And, I think there's a, a lot riding on Mario Anderson being as good as they think he is. but And the early returns have been positive, but certainly we'll have a better feel in spring practice once the pads are on and you get a, a really good sense of, of just how he's stacking up against the other backs. All right. Um, now, from a recruiting standpoint, any major storylines? March will be here tomorrow. And uh, talk to him about calendar because we're about to, to get active again after taking the month of February off. Yeah, um, the the dead period ends on uh, March 1st, um, but I, I expect South Carolina is going to be much more active in recruiting um, after spring break um, because you know they, they really want to get as many players on campus as possible while spring practice is going on. Um, and um, South Carolina's spring break begins uh, on um, March 5th, so... I think that that week will be a bit slow in terms of recruiting news, but once spring practice starts, which starts on, on the 14th, uh, Josiah Thompson, the big-time offensive tackle from Dillon, will be in town uh, for that game, and, or excuse me, for that first practice, and, and that's a, a big visit for him and a guy that they would like to get locked up if possible uh, this spring. Um, but they expect to have a bunch of players on campus during spring practice, and 
and then you know official visits will will start up later in the spring and and we do expect them to have some some early official visitors as well but uh, I do think it's going to be a, a busy time from from March 14th on from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, Freddie Kitchens, we found out in the last um, you know 24 hours or so that that he's headed to North Carolina to be the tight ends coach. What was his role at South Carolina? Was that is that any kind of loss at all for the Gamecocks moving forward? Yeah, I mean, he was an analyst for South Carolina, an off the field guy. He he actually called the plays in the first half of the bowl game against Notre Dame. Uh, and did a good job there. Um, you know, he, he got an on-the-field opportunity at North Carolina and, and decided he wanted to, to go back to that role, and he's going to be their tight ends coach. Um, you know, he's a good good coach and, and, you know, brings a wealth of experience with him from the NFL and, and certainly uh, helped behind the scenes. But I don't think he's someone who is, you know, going to be super tough to replace, I think. Uh, Beamer knew that this was a possibility that if he got an on-the-field opportunity, he was going to take it. it um, so I, I think he'll he'll be able to, to find someone comparable who can do uh, do the job from an analyst standpoint. But uh, I think he's his. This would have been a bigger loss, you know. Let's say if Marcus Satterfield was still there and there was uncertainty about his future and uncertainty about who the play caller was going to be if, if Kitchen had, had moved on under that scenario I think it would have been a, a bigger concern than it is now with with Loggins in place and and you know all indications are he's going to be the guy for the foreseeable future so there's not as much of a need to have a guy in waiting behind the scenes. Texture wants to know about open uh, practices or any, anything the spring any opportunities to get out and see the spring do we know that that information yet? Nothing has been announced yet in terms of, of open practices. I mean, obviously the spring game will be um, open to the public and it's going to be played at night again. But um, no, they haven't announced anything in terms of, of any practices that they may open up. But I could see them opening up one or two, but uh, nothing that's been you know, specifically announced just yet. All right. Uh, to-do list. What, what What is on the to-do list? What are the, the storylines we're going to be following with South Carolina coming up here in the, in the next uh, – or in the month of March at least? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, we talked about the recruiting is really going to pick up starting around the middle of the month, and we'll have a lot of, of coverage of, of the players who, who come to campus for spring practices and, and for visits. But in terms of spring practice itself, you know, we talked about the running back position and how important that is. I think the center position is another one that they're going to need to solidify in the spring and um, you know, really getting the offensive line shored up in terms of who's going to play which position and, and what combination makes the most sense. Um, you know, Defensively, linebacker and, and um, edge are going to be important positions where they're going to need some players to step up and, and maybe have you know, a player or two that they aren't necessarily expecting big things from, maybe have them step forward and, and you know, at least be able to provide some more depth than expected because I think those are, are positions of concern and they have to get better stopping the run. And, and you know, obviously defensive line plays a role there, but I think linebacker has been a big issue for them too, just not having enough speed and athleticism. So I think those are some of the, the, the key positions that I'll be following in the spring to see um, you know what kind of production they're getting and, and how the staff feels about those spots. Finally, tell us about what's coming up, uh, thebigspur.com, how folks can subscribe to the best of Gamecock coverage. Yes, go to thebigspur.com and become a VIP member today. Uh, it's going to be a, 
extremely busy time on the site these next couple of months with spring practice and recruiting and uh, spring game and all the things that are going to be happening. So just go to thebigspur.com and become a member today and get all the great Gamecock info. Place to find it, thebigspur.com. Tony, can't thank you enough, man. Let's preview some spring when we visit next week and uh, look forward to it as we do every single Tuesday. Sounds good. Thanks, Mickey. All right. That's my friend Tony Morell of thebigspur.com. My friends at the Patterson's Tax Service as well would love to talk to you. P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. Uh, right now, they are doing taxes as we speak. It's 818. They are preparing people's taxes right now. Marty's in there doing it, and Russell's doing it, and Donnie's doing it, and, and, and they're getting it done, and, and people are coming out satisfied. And I know that because I get the text messages. I know that because I drive by and see it, and I know that because I've got so many friends and so many families, so many um, colleagues that they go by and, and do this. The bottom line is this. Your bottom line is going to be better. Uh, get the best when it comes to tax representation. If you've not done it, uh, I can't tell you any more, folks. Time and time again, I see people, or I hear from people, and they go, uh, never used the Patterson Tax Service before. We went. We will be going back. I love that. Love hearing that. Try them once, and you will be going back. It's my great friends at Patterson Tax Service. P-A-T-T-A-X.com. Pattax.com. 864-859-8289. Walk-ins are welcome, but we'd love for you to make your appointment today. When we come back, we've got some bubble talk, some college baseball talk, some more conference suspension talk, and my plea for more leadership talk. We'll do that with the phone calls and text messages in the final 30 minutes right after this. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle service or repaired, and I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Pinnacle Veterinary Group takes a proactive, progressive approach to individualized medicine aimed to keep your pet healthier, longer. Being locally owned and in private practice, they utilize low-stress techniques and fear-reducing strategies for every patient. Their facility is equipped to care for sick, injured, and healthy pets with in-house diagnostic, lab testing, radiology, surgery, and digital ultrasound. The first and only practice achieving AAHA accreditation in Pickens County. Call 624-8824 or online, pinnacleveterinarygroup.com. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Golf Cart Service, serving the upstate for the past 50 years as an authorized club car dealer for sales, service, and rental. With new used and reconditioned carts, they also do special customization. With their service truck, they come to your business or home to maintain your cart. Visit our website, golfcartsc.com, located at the intersection of Highway 221 and Highway 295 in Spartanburg. Call us at 864-574-4616. Mention the roar, get a free rear view mirror with cart purchase. 
If you've been charged with a criminal offense, you may be facing significant consequences. You probably feel overwhelmed, embarrassed, and intimidated by the legal system. You feel like nobody understands what you're going through. Get the answers you need to navigate through the legal system. Call today to schedule your free legal consultation with Nick Lavery Law Office, 864-654-3680. That's 864-654-3680. Online, nicklaverylaw.com. Adams & Co. Roofing Specialists are here to cover the upstate with the best quality workmanship, customer satisfaction, and options to fit every roofing need. They offer roof repair, replacement, and free estimates for residential, commercial, and industrial jobs. Whether it's shingle or metal, rest assured that Adams & Co. will provide you with a reliable roof that is built to last. They also offer gutter work, painting, and carpentry. Call Adams & Co. Roofing Specialists today, 260-0080. That's 260-0080. Dabo Sweeney here from the Clemson Tigers. Just like high schools across the upstate, Clemson fans love football. But one thing I love more than football is my family. That's why we talk to our three children about alcohol and other drugs. Alcohol is the leading cause of death among youth. But the truth is, most upstate youth aren't drinking or using drugs. Remind your teenagers that most teens choose to be healthy and drug-free. Talk to your teens about drugs and alcohol. They will listen. For more information, go to phoenixcenter.org. Let's hear from another happy Ph.D. client, Don Munson. Back in May of 2022, I walked through the doors of Ph.D., weighing 168 pounds and looking for help to lose 20 pounds. Now, you say, what's 20 pounds? Well, I have two words for you, visceral fat. I know I had no idea what visceral fat was either, but it's the fat that gathers around your belly and, more importantly, around your heart and other organs. It's not good stuff. But Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff at Ph.D. gave me the tools to start clearing visceral fat from my body in a way that was organized, healthy for me, and most importantly, easy. All right, so how many pounds did you drop? But in 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds. Yeah, I think most people assume that you're going to lose the weight and go through the motions and then put it right back on. That's not what Ph.D. is about. You drop the weight quickly, and because you've learned how to feel better and you've got the tools to be successful, you keep the weight off in the maintenance phase, which is free as a part of the program. For more information on why they're different, go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Tune in each Tuesday morning on the Mickey Plyler Show for an exclusive interview with Clemson baseball head coach Eric Backage all season long, only on The Roar, where every day is game day. Powered by UpCountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Tee off your morning with the Mickey Plyler Show, weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. We take on our drivers, we tee up, and <gasps> that ball goes sailing up into the sky, holds there for a moment, and then... <gasps> Only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar where every day is game day.
Yes. Friends at Katechi, C-A-T-E-E-C-H-E-E.com. You know what's sweeping the world of, uh, of, of middle-aged, no, I said middle-aged, people from 25 to 75? Pickleball. And they're building pickleball courts at Katichi right now. I've got a friend of mine who is joining Katichi, and he's joining Katichi for one reason, pickleball. If you want to learn more about the pickleball situation and what's going on over at Katichi, get in touch with him. It's our friends at C-A-T-E-E-C-H-E.com. The uh, immaculate courts they're going to have there and their tournaments they're going to have there and their social scenes they have around pickleball. I love it. I am. I will be a pickleball player in the next few years. Love pickleball. Never played it before. Looks good. I think I can do it. Find out more uh, at Katichi. Again, C-A-T-E-C-H-E.com. Texture 5105 says, Marty at Pat Tax is awesome. TJ in Clemson says, big, big Marty fan. I get more and more of that. That's great. Um, texture says orthopedic surgeons love pickleball thanks to the ruptured Achilles or ruptured Achilles now is that, is that just because like middle aged people are playing people my age are playing pickleball so we rupture Achilles now I hope that's not the case uh, have you ever had a ruptured Achilles or seen anybody's had a ruptured Achilles curls up like an armadillo yes it shoots in your leg my, uh, my dad actually tore his Achilles playing rugby at oh, 55 no and uh, yeah, he was. Uh, was it painful? Did he talk about the pain or not? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. I've and heard people say the most pain I've ever had. I've heard people say I couldn't even know it. Didn't I heard it? Didn't even, it felt like somebody kicked me in my heel? But then people say it's the most painful injury they've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, let me run a, a theory by you really fast. Let's do it. A very intelligent man, friend of mine, texted me yesterday. Says, "God rest his soul. Rest in peace, Terry Holland, gentlemen." I know, and, and let me go back on this. Like, I remember the 1976 final, uh, I mean, ACC championship team that, that Terry Holland had at Virginia and turning Virginia around. I don't remember him at Davidson, per se, but remember those great Ralph Sampson teams? Remember the team that won the NIT? And he had, he had two final fours there. Ralph Sampson years, they had to stay all four years and never really won at all. Actually didn't win the ACC with Ralph Sampson. He was a great coach. Won 418 games. There and went to the NCAA tournament a bunch, went to the Elite Eight, two Final Fours, won the NIT, and they did a great job at Virginia. But my, my buddy sends me a text yesterday and he goes, God rest his soul, great man, great coach, bad timing for us. I was like, what are you talking about? Here? They're going to go win one for Terry tonight. Now, again, I, I, I've got to get rid of this defeatist attitude in that. Terry Holland hadn't coached at Virginia since 1990. Like, I don't know. I think they'll have a little moment of silence for Terry tonight. But I wonder how many people in John Paul Jones Arena, nice that they name it for a, a, a good basis player there, in John Paul Jones Arena, would, would have even been to any basketball games that Terry Holland ever coached. Tim Beret will be there tonight. He, he was saw some Terry Holland coach teams. I sat very close to Terry Holland right beside him at Clemson on press row where he coached a couple of games there. But how many people in the building tonight would do it? This is not like when Bear Bryant coached his last game and died a few weeks later, go win one for Bear. 
This isn't win one for the gift, but I don't feel like. Terry Holland's a great guy. I don't want to take away from that. Gentlemen, I love the story that Terry Holland and Bill Foster, Clemson's basketball coach, they would vacation together in the summer times. Really? Yes, and their wives were great friends, and they go vacation together. Isn't that crazy? Uh, you know, back in those days, the ACC, I, like, this is crazy to think about. I'm sitting in, in, in uh, Jervie Athletic Center, and in walks Lefty Giselle. Him and Danny Ford are going fishing later that afternoon. Like, how do you put Maryland's basketball coach Lefty Giselle and Danny Ford fishing together? Well, it's just like uh, Coach Sweeney and Mac Brown chumming it up together. You know, they, they have a really strange and long-lasting friendship. From the days that when he was at Texas. Yeah, yeah. Lefty Giselle, I think I'm right by saying this, would stay at Bob Bradley's house, longtime Clemson Sports Information Director. He'd come through recruiting or whatever, stay at, stay over at the Bradley's house. Huh. Bob and Louisa over there entertaining Lefty. So but that was a different time, different place. I get all that. Yeah, and and tonight, how many how many of these UVA basketball players to be inspired? You'd think they'd have to have some sort of relationship with. That's them. what I'm saying. And how many how many of these players did? And it's not like, you know, he won so much that they named all the buildings after him, and he's the the greatest figure in Virginia basketball history. Tony Bennett's won a national championship, but if Bennett retired next year and passed away after that, I could see that. I mean, 1990 is a long time ago. Now, he was the um, AD at Virginia from 94 to 2001. So they might remember from his AD days. But he spent the last, like, 25 years, 24 or 20-something years at at East Carolina as their AD and their, their emeritus AD. So, again, God rest his soul, rest in peace, good guy, 80 years old, great athletic career, great coach. I'm just not sure you're going to see this big, huge win-one for Terry campaign tonight. I think Virginia's got enough on their hands as it is. If you think about it, Virginia's playing. They're in the tournament, right? Now they're just playing for what line they're going to be on. I despise that. They they can make it to a three line. They're 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 now on the four line. I don't like that that verbiage, that terminology. In the latest uh, Lenardi, Virginia is the last of the four seeds. In Lenardi stuff from yesterday, four seeds are huge. You don't want the five twelve game. Virginia has a chance to play well enough against Clemson tonight. They're going to beat Louisville at home on Saturday. But they need to beat Clemson tonight to get off of a two-game skid and a four-game bad play. I mean, they, they beat Louisville by three, a 2-16 and 16 Louisville team, and they beat a 2-16 uh, Notre Dame team by two. Then went and got throttled at, at Boston College, got wood chipped there, then went to North Carolina on Saturday and got beat by Bubble Boy North Carolina. Now you got Clemson and Louisville, and, and that won't help your the the net ratings at least. So they're playing for seeds right now. They're playing for seeding, and they're also playing for ACC regular season championship. Virginia wins tonight. They go to and, and, and or win tonight and Saturday, and they go to fifteen and five. 
Pittsburgh could could lose to Notre Dame or lose to Miami. Miami only has the the Pittsburgh game left, so that could be playing for a regular season ACC championship or maybe a number one seed in the ACC tournament. There's a lot lot at stake tonight. But remember, it it is a Virginia team that more than anything else just needs to play well. In a sport that we have seen teams win by 40 and lose by 40, or win by 30 and lose by 30, in a wild deal there. So can they turn it around? I'll say it's going to be one of those low-scoring, grind-it-out, low-possession, shot clock kind of games. They're going to guard you. It's going to be Clemson-Virginia. And like we said yesterday, neither of us would be surprised if Virginia wins by 25 or if Clemson wins by 25. Yeah. It is a um, it's a fascinating matchup tonight. A lot at stake tonight. Should be a good game tonight. 654 Roar Looper is up next. Looper, thanks for hanging on. How you doing this morning? Oh, <coughs> Oh, yeah, fine. Uh, I remember the well, last Friday, uh, people come on after 12. They were talking about basketball, and I called in and told them, I said, well, they had two games. I thought they would split. I, I told them, I think, I, I told them, I thought they would split one, uh, you know, them two road games. I thought they would split. I thought they'd beat NC State. That, that was the one I thought they would beat. Then I thought, well, they might lose Virginia. Then they got Notre Dame, but I think they can beat Virginia. I mean, uh, Clemson moves the ball in pace. I mean, it just this is the best team I've seen him having. How they move the ball around. I mean, it's five. It, I mean, it's little spurts every now and then, but mainly eighty eight out of ten times when he's got five players in there, they all move the ball like one. I mean, it just it it looks pretty when they're sitting there moving the ball. I mean, five playing as one person. Just, that ball, especially uh, Schaefer, the one that's got the curly top. Now, if he plays, and I mean, he, he gets six points, but he gets, I mean, he's, uh, somebody was saying, uh, I was watching the replay of it, he was like two to one assist to turnover. You can't even get guards to pass the ball like that. Oh, there's no doubt. I appreciate the phone call, Luke. There's no doubt that I, I thought Shefflin was the key to the Syracuse game. They put him at the, at, at the high post. From there, he dished out six assists, only turned it over twice, grabbed eight boards, went five of eight from the field. In 29 minutes, he had 10 points. But the, it was his assist and the ball movement that was a big part of that. Shefflin was – and, and he provides some toughness that at one point in time, Brad Burnell said this team might have lacked. Remember, that that was a, a point. And then you go back to what you saw Saturday in a completely different style – Shefflin did not have an assist in this game. It was more of a high-possession game and, and against a man-to-man defense and more of a trapping deal than pressing deal there. In his 25 minutes, only had six points. Turned it over twice, didn't have any assist, did have four boards. But that was a different deal. That, that was not the key to the game there. The high-post ball distribution was big. Inside-outside presence is big. Yeah, but, but look, when you knock down shots, it's like starting pitching in baseball. You knock down shots... It just looks pretty. And the ball movement, you can move the ball all you want to. You miss a shot, it's like, oh, man, I can't shoot it. You make the shot, like, man, our ball movement's great. Same passes, right? The ball goes in the basket, like, oh, man, the key to that is the ball movement. You miss a shot, it's like, oh, man, we just can't shoot. 
if you have good starting pitching in baseball, it just makes everything else just flow so much easier. You, you, you get bad starting pitching in baseball, and it looks like, oh, man, we're, 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 uh, can't play defense, can't hit, it's like, look discombobulated, combobulated. What's my word I'm looking for there? Anyway. Discombobulated. That thing. With um, with Shefflin, his efficiency rises significantly playing against the zone, um, just because of his awareness and his, I, I guess, his mastery of the offense against the zone. Um, even with his back to the basket, he, he's doing great. I would love to see Virginia come out and play a zone against us tonight, but I do not believe that's going to happen. We're going to have to play a lot of man-to-man matchups. Right. And, and, and look, here's a big key. And you face North Carolina, it is completely different than facing Florida State, personnel-wise, scheme-wise. Then you go to, to Louisville, and that's different. Syracuse, obviously, the Bayham and the zone is different. NC State is a up-and-down, high-tempo, high-speed game. And now you come back and play a low-possession, low-tempo game. The point is that good teams have to do it in a bunch of different ways, and bad teams you know, can only win. And in, 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 if they can win, bad teams only win one way. So Clemson tonight will have to prove that they can win low-possession defense grind-out games. I'm not sure they can do that so far in this season. Let me give you this very, very interesting stat. Here are the games in which Clemson has scored less than 70 points in one this year. They beat Cal 67-59. That was back in November, December. They beat Virginia Tech. This is the kind of game we're talking about here, 68-65 in Blacksburg. They beat Virginia Tech at home. This is exactly what kind of game we're talking about. 51-50, loco. Those are the only three games this year in which Clemson has scored less than 70 points and won the game. Every other win, all 18 other wins this season, Clemson scored in the 70s, 80s, or 90s. Now, they've lost some games in which they've scored Less than than uh, those, those points, obviously, but the let me see what I'm saying this the November 26 win against Cal and the two Virginia Tech games are the only games this year in which Clemson has scored less than 70 points and won the game. You're gonna have to do it tonight. I doubt very seriously that that either team gets in the 70s tonight. As a matter of fact, let me just leave you with this in this segment. Virginia gave up 71 to North Carolina. They gave up 74 to Virginia Tech. Uh, They gave up... That's only twice. Am I right by saying that? They gave it 79 to, to Baylor in a, in a win against number five, Baylor. That's the only times this year, I think I'm right by saying this, only times this year in which they've given up 70. Isn't that crazy? So, 
Odds are, now watch, we'll we expect the they'll score in the 80s now. Odds are you're not going to score in the 70s. You got to win a low possession deep in the shot clock. Virginia makes you guard for the complete shot clock. You have to do that tonight and grind out a win in Charlottesville. Hey, Carolina Flooring Specialist, 404-8158, 404-8158. Get in touch with them. They'd love to help you out. Love for your garage floor. Matter of fact, I've got a friend of mine who called me last night, and he says, hey, man, I only need three minutes of your time. Called him up and said, all right, what do you need? Uh, we are redoing at our, our business. We're redoing some floors. Do they do commercial? Yes. Uh, do they do kitchen stuff? Yes. Do they do mechanical rooms? Yes. I also said, uh, you know, ask about maybe some some coloring and some foyers or ask about uh, bathrooms. He didn't even think about that. You know what? I might be doing bathrooms now too. So Tim Ward is getting a call this morning from a very good friend of mine who is a the, the uh, a decision maker in a, in a big business here in the upstate. Let him handle it for you. Carolina Flooring Specialist for not just residential but commercial as well. 404-8158, carolinafloringspecialist.com. Final segment after this. It's bow time. What's for lunch? The Bojangler from Bojangles. With the same bold flavor as their chicken. The same. And fries. The same. I've got a PB&J. Not the same. A crispy fish fillet dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. The Bojangler's back. Order in the app to hook one while you can. When you're looking for the beautiful gift she deserves, do what I do. Shop at Turner's Jewelers. They have an amazing selection of silver, gold, precious gems, and diamonds. And Turner's can create a custom piece she'll absolutely treasure. Whatever the occasion, trust a tradition of family excellence for more than 60 years. Shop now at turnersjewelers.com or visit them today in the Applewood Shopping Center next to Belkin Seneca. Southern hospitality meets diamond know-how at Turner's Jewelers. Skeptic about septic? Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Did you know your septic tank should be pumped every three to five years? With their maintenance plan, you don't need to worry. They take care of it. When it comes to septic tanks, prevention through routine maintenance is key. Their plumbers are fully trained, licensed, and qualified to provide the best experience the first time. So whether you need a pump or repair, don't be a skeptic on septic. Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Visit online at theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantyconfixit.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. Why wait? Start your spring cleaning today and get insanely clean home with zero res carpet and air duct cleaning. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, at the Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $119 plus a free hallway. Book online at zeroresgreenville.com. 
Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. Still overpaying for a racer? In this economy, gross. At Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. We've been hawking shaving products for years online, and we're excited to bring you the same great quality and low prices at a store near you. From high-quality stainless steel blades to super smooth shave creams, Dollar Shave Club's in the business of making your shave easier. Find Dollar Shave Club in the men's razor aisle. Getting your Dollar Shave Club razor wherever you want. Isn't that great? With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the upstate, nobody does it better than us. No, I said nobody. No, really. Know someone better? They don't exist. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Country Fiber, get in touch with them for a better, stronger connection in Anderson, Greenville, Pickens, Oconee, Spartanburg counties. I'm looking right now at their updates page and seeing where they are and seeing where they're headed. And uh, I love this as they are, uh, man, they're growing like crazy and seeing where uh, so many satisfied customers. We love UpCountry Fiber. Now, for when it comes to home phones, when it comes to high-speed fiber internet, when it comes to secure, reliable phone connections, or 200-plus channels of HD connection, when it comes to their um, their UpCountry hub, we love it. We love everything from a business and a, and a residential standpoint. It's UpCountry Fiber from our UpCountry Fiber studios. For a stronger connection, get in touch with them. It's UpCountryFiber.com. Hey, uh, just, a, just a quick note about how good like people like UpCountry Fiber and Trail and some of these people are. And, and, and no disrespect to any individual drivers because they can't help this. But why is UPS deliver when they say they're going to deliver? And I'm getting a package right now, and it's from FedEx. 
And yesterday they told me it was going to be there yesterday, and now they tell me it's going to be here Friday. <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> I'm not talking about the difference in, oh, it's going to be between 9 and 12. No, it's going to be between 12 and 5. I'm not even talking about the difference in, in being there on Monday and being there on Tuesday. I'm talking about the difference in telling me it's going to be there on Monday, and now telling me it's going to be there on Friday. I can't even get my FedEx app to, to give me an estimation of delivery. Why are they so bad compared to other shipping services? About telling you the date. I don't mind that it's going to be there on Friday. I don't care. I don't, I don't mind. But don't tell me Monday and then tell me Friday. Like there was a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like I'm explaining to my four-year-old. My four-year-old always asks, hey, am I going to school today? No, today's Monday. You go to school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. I got to explain that. There's actually in between Monday and Friday, FedEx got to say it's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You, you, but you only missed it by about 72 hours. <laughs> it's close enough, and it probably wasn't important anyway. Same week. right? So it's going to be the same month. No, actually, it's not even the same month. <laughs> Yesterday was February. It's going to be March by the time we get you. I got you. Anyway, a lot of good drivers, a lot of good people out there, and a lot of bad people work for others. others but, man, when it comes to their app and, and how they track it, can't get much worse than that. Chuck is in the capital of North Carolina in Raleigh. Good morning, Chuck. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, you know, I, I called last week uh, before the NC State game, and I questioned uh, uh, how are they going to handle DJ Burns. And uh, guys mentioned how the first game they got him in foul trouble, and that's uh, that played into it. But uh, this game, uh, they didn't get him in foul trouble. They didn't really handle him, but they shut everybody else off. Yeah. And uh, – they, uh, I mean, they won the game uh, in a way which, if they're going to go forward uh, in the ACC tournament and NCAA, this is the way they're going to do it. They started out, I mean, they stunned the arena. The, the crowd never got into it. Uh, they they just passed the ball around. I mean, they, they threw that ball just around the horn, I mean, so many times. And they didn't miss a shot. And, and no no turnovers. I mean, very low turnovers. And this is uh, this is Clemson basketball. If they're going to continue, um, but yeah, they really uh, this Burns guy. Uh, uh, you know, they, I think he had 24, 25, whatever yeah. it was. But it, it's it, it's a good trade-off. Uh, you let him, and then you shut off Smith, and you shut off uh, uh, the rest of the gang. I mean, they they took them out of the game. Uh, what was your thoughts? Well, it was it was a quiet twenty-four, if you can say twenty-four, because it wasn't a storyline at all. I mean, Burns really wasn't a factor. He, he's a obviously he's a handful. And he's somebody that, that you have to stop. He, he played great. And, and 24 points is awesome in 31 minutes. The fact, though, is that the story was that Clemson shot 60% from the field and 53% from three and, and 82% from the, from the line. And I don't care you know, who, you are, who you are. You shoot those numbers from the two lines and, and the field, and you're going to beat everybody in the country. Any team in the country that shoots that is going to beat anybody on those nights. And it was just a hot night for Clemson. Now, um, you, you mentioned it, it was a different way than they beat them before. And I think State's a handful in, in the tournament. Now, I'm worried about Burns' conditioning and playing three nights in a row, four nights in a row through some of that and getting him up and down his minutes there. But but that State's, you know, they're up and down. It's a high-possession game. They just paid a high price for Clemson's unbelievable shooting night. Uh, and if Clemson shoots it that way moving forward, they'll beat whoever they play if they shoot it like that. Unfortunately, teams don't shoot the ball like that as often as, as, as uh, you'd like to see. You're right. But it was uh, it was fun to watch. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Th- guys. Thank you, Chuck. Yeah, when the ball goes in the hoop at a clip of 60% from the field and 53% from three and 82% from the free-throw line, 
it's a lot of fun to watch. Baseball has this stat of if you hit a three-run home run, you win like 89% or something like that at a time. I'd like to know when you shoot 60% from the field in college basketball, what percent of the time do you win? Because that number's got to be astronomical. To beautiful Greensboro, Georgia, where Buddy checks in. Good morning, Buddy. How you doing? Mickey, been a while. How you doing? Man, I'm great. Hope you are too. Yeah, been enjoying the show this morning. Um, I tell you, I think I fully expect us to win tonight. If we don't get a whistle job, we'll we'll win. Um, and this year, I've really been watching it real close of how the games have been called against Clemson. Now, this one against NC State. Over the weekend, I just, I mean, I just, it's hard to believe that they're paying those officials to, to officiate any game. Um, I mean, it just got so physical. And, of course, you know how it is. If we play physical, we're going to get called. But, you know, the opposing team, be it the center for NC State, they can knock uh, people to absolutely on the floor and no call. Um I think Brad Brandell has done a real good job this year, Mickey, as far as, you know, uh, just putting together a team that has got so many different kind of pieces and different types of different play with each individual basketball player that he brings in. He's finally kind of put this together this year. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we beat NC State in, what, 31 points? And, I mean – I, I just, I just, I just really think we're going to go up there. We're going to be focused, and I and I, I, I fully expect us to win. If we don't get a whistle job, I fully expect us to win. Because I'm telling you, um, it seems like everybody on the bench is pretty much contributing. And I have a question before I let you go. Right. Uh, by the way, it was good. Appreciate you letting me on. What's the guys that got hurt this year? He played a little bit, a couple of – I, I, I can't remember his name because he hadn't been on the floor that much. He shoots a lot of threes. What's his name? Hemingway, Alex Hemingway. Him, Alex Hemingway, that's right. What is the status with him? I don't know. He, he, he did not play Saturday. He's he's played in very limited minutes. Um, he they, he took a long time to come back from his injury. Uh, I didn't see the press conference. Didn't, didn't read the press conference yesterday on on him and Way. But he's a guy that he's a spot shooter. He's a guy who can hurt you uh, shooting the ball. But you know, lacks a little bit from an athletic standpoint. But he's just. Uh, the injury has set him back, and and then the lineup's kind of revolved where the the minutes off the bench now from Godfrey and from Hunter, a little bit of Beetle in there. Yeah. Uh, but but. Um, he just he's just you know not not been able to be, be healthy enough throughout most of the season. Yeah, I hate that because I know he is a, a good spot three point shooter. I remember yeah. last year he had a lot of key you know shots for winning a few games. But um, yeah, I um, I'm looking forward to watching that game tonight. Um, and I think game. you know I don't know what it's going to take Mickey for us to get into the NCAA tournament, but I hope a win tonight would maybe solidify that. And honestly. For me, I used to have basketball tickets. I had it for 35 years at Little John before I moved down here to Georgia. And, you know, to me, I would rather see us win the ACC tournament this year. I'm, I don't care one thing about the, the, about the, about the NCAA. It would be good to go, but I want to try to take care of some business first. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm with you, buddy. I am with you for sure. Hey, buddy, I always appreciate the phone call, man. Hope you have a great day down there in Greensboro. You got to – 
uh, got kicked that door in and eventually win that ACC uh, championship for sure. Uh, former college basketball coach sent me shooting 60% from the field is, is like a, a round in golf. We only have 18 putts. and yeah, They're rare, and they are um, – it's a rare find for sure. All right. Uh, the great friends of ours, Brad Hughes and Brad Hughes Allstate Insurance Agency, get in touch with him. He can certainly help you out. Some folks are saving over 50% in their automotive insurance right now. Uh, going the extra mile. Would love love for uh, you to do that. Get in touch with them. See, if you're driving less, you might be able to save miles with mile-wise right now. Um, my going the extra mile is Live Golf. This past weekend, the opening event for Live Golf drew a 0.2 rating. The It got beat in the ratings by something called um, the funniest or Earth's Funniest Animals. In, in New York City... They had on their, you know, their number one market in the country for the CW, they had 7,000 viewers in a city of millions. Live is stuck to this team concept. It's not working. I think Live Golf is a, it w- w- won't be around. It's going to die much sooner than people think. You can't have a 0.2 rating on a Saturday in the sports world. Uh, skip the music, buddy. Two minutes, Joe. What do you have for me? Big day in Clemson sports. Big day here in the Roar. We've got Clemson baseball team in floor field against USC Upstate. That game first pitches at 4 p.m. Join us for pregame at 3.30. And Clemson at UVA, 7 p.m. tonight also right here on the Roar. Yeah, no doubt. It is a great time of year. That's my two-minute job. About to be Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com. For all the real estate needs, ericnewton.com. I'll meet with Eric on Thursday. Can't wait to do that. For all the real estate needs here, I get in touch with him. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about, too. You got uh, basketball and baseball today, softball, women's basketball tomorrow. You've got all kinds of uh, the, the Clemson South Carolina series coming up as well. On top of that, like I said, Bay Hill and, and uh, the NFL Combine. We've got a lot to discuss. A couple of really good guests tomorrow as well. A couple of uh, three great guests today. Eric Backus, Milt Louder, and Tony Morrell. Will Clanton, great job once again. Let's do it next week if we can. Folks, up next, John and Brad, two of my favorite people. Have a wonderful day. More important to tune in tomorrow. We'll see you on the radio. WCCP.